You're listening to the Tech Authority Podcast with Andrew Brown. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to set up disaster recovery with your Synology NAS. There's a few things that you can do with this. I would suggest uh, having at least two NASs, maybe more depending on what you've got in your network. But if you want to have disaster recovery set up really well, you've got to configure a few things to make it function. Obviously, you've got to have a NAS, which is a start, maybe two, um, to copy across from one to the other. You also require a good internet connection with a fast upload from one side to the other, uh, depending on the location or where you're putting the other device. Now, I have set up a disaster recovery for one of my clients recently with two Synology NASs, and uh, it was a little bit tricky to set up but uh, once you get your head around it, it's a fairly simple process. Uh, to do it, what I did was I, I logged into Synology on their website and I created two dynamic DNS accounts for both NAS devices so they were able to be seen through the Synology website. So once you have your names set up for each particular device, uh, Depending on how you do it, if you want to do it over the internet, it's a little bit easier, uh, but it's the same process to go through it on the local network as well. I did it on a local network first just to make sure that all the data was copied across before I actually moved it from uh, one location to the other, just to make it a little bit quicker in that process. Uh, once you've logged into one NAS, you're going to have to open a few ports to make it sync uh, on your router. So your NAS will be sitting behind your internet connection and usually the internet connection is uh, has a firewall turned on. You've got to go into the firewall and tell it to enable the port that you want turned on. Now, there's a couple of things that you can do here. You have uh, what's called the cloud sync, which we talked in the last episode. You can have that turned on. There's one from going, uh, there's a cloud sync from going uh, server to server. So it'll look at both NAS devices as servers. And you can either pull it down from one or you can have it transfer both ways, which can make it a little bit easier if you want to recover some data, if you have it set up with two-way transfer. Otherwise, if you just want it to be a one-way transfer, you just set it up one way. So that's one way that you can do it with the Cloud Station server or Cloud Sync server. And the other way is using what's called rsync, which is remote file sync on the actual NAS itself. Now, to do that, you need to create a login for the NAS to know which account you want to sync with. Then you need to tell it what uh, folder you want shared or synchronized between the two NASs. As one, once you have that set up, you can then schedule a time for when you want it to actually do the copying of the files or syncing the files. It's basically a direct copy anyway. Um, and it'll set off at that particular time and start copying all the files. Now, if you do it locally, it's going to make things a lot faster because everything's on the same network and they're basically two devices directly connected 
and the data transfer will happen a lot faster on the local network. As long as you have like a gig or even 100 meg, it still might take a little bit of time for it to go through, but it will be a lot faster than doing it over the internet depending on the internet speed that you have at both ends. Now, the one that's sending the file will need to have a faster internet connection for it to work properly. If you have ADSL, it will still work, but it will be slow. And depending on how much data you have on the actual NAS itself, if you've got gigs and gigs and gigs, or even terabytes of data, it's going to take a very long time to upload, especially if you're doing a whole bunch of things at once, like my client wanted to. We're doing a cloud sync to OneDrive for Business, as well as doing a remote sync to the other NAS at the same time during the day. And it struggles to keep up with everything else. He's also got another backup service that he uses for offsite backup, which runs once a week or once a month, depending on how that goes. But when you're pushing too much data down one pipe, it's going to be slow, way too slow. It's like that square peg in a round hole. It's only going to do so much. It's not going to fit everything at the same time. So you've got to be wary about that. But once you've got all that set up, the remote sync will function. The ports have to be open at both ends, at both uh, internet connection ends, one on the sending side, one on the receiving side. And then once that's open... The files will just communicate and download from one onto the other and then you've got your disaster recovery set up. It only works well if you have decent internet connection. Uh, if you don't have decent internet connection, you probably want to think about doing that. Even looking at like a 4G modem that you can plug in to uh, use it off-site. That way it'll be quick. At least overnight it'll be uh, fairly quick with uploading data. You'll get higher speeds instead of using something like DSL, or even worse, dial-up, which nobody uses anymore anyway. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back with another episode very soon. Bye for now.